Hello everyone, welcome to our daily devotionals. Today we are going to study Acts 5 verses 1 through 10. And I read, But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and he kept back part of the proceeds his wife also being aware of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles feet but Peter said and I quote Ananias why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself while it remained was it not your own and after it was sold was it not in your own control why have you conceived this thing in your heart you're not like to men to men but to god end the quote then ananias hearing these words fell down and breathed his last so great fear came upon all those who heard these things and the young men arose and wrapped him up carried him out and buried him now it was about three hours later when his wife came in not knowing what had happened and peter answered her tell me whether you sold the land for so much end of quote she said and i quote yes for so much end of quote then peter said to her and i quote how is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the lord look the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out end of quote then then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last and the young man came in and found her dead and carrying her out buried her by her husband so great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things all right so we have a case where a couple sold land have the money from the person that is sold land to but then when they go see disciples they tell them a different story Ananias tell them oh I only sold part of it and this was a price this was saying that I sold a whole land but God knows God knows exactly what happened god is omnipotent omniscient he sees all he knows all you can't hide anything from god so when you go lie and you have the holy spirit in you your spiritual life dies now the fact that those people died like physically it's a representation of your spiritual life dying it doesn't mean that today as in today when you go and lie and you have the Holy Spirit in you you will just fall down or something and die like that no that's a metaphorical way of showing that your, your spiritual life when you go before somebody 
and you go and they ask you a question, for example, that you know what happened. For example, you for example you go to work, you know, and um, one of your colleagues that you work with, you know, you have, you have a project together. Your colleague has a part of it, and you have a part of it, but you both are aware of what's going because you because you collaborated together, and you know what happened. Your boss now comes and asks you, "Okay, so tell me how how far are you guys on the project." You don't you don't tell him everything, but you know what is happening. Maybe something went wrong in uh, along the way in the project, but your boss is asking you. Tell me everything as to what's going on, even if every some part of it is not okay. I wonder it, right? It's your boss. That's so how you're gonna you're gonna get fired if it doesn't go wrong. It doesn't go right. That's the point of having resolutions at work, right? But you go in front of your boss and you lie to him. He doesn't you don't tell him the whole thing. Being a Christian, being a believer in God. The Holy Spirit make you feel guilty. And that's how your spiritual your spiritual part of you is gonna die. A part of you is gonna die right there. For you to come back to life, you gotta go confess to God and to whoever you lied to that hey, you know what? I didn't tell you the whole truth. This is what happened. That was a representation of what will happen to you. You will die. A part of you, a part of you will die. Not that you're gonna fall down before that person dies completely, like your flesh is died too. No. It was a way to show you that your spiritual life dies when you go if somebody and don't tell the whole truth. When you know what happened, your Holy Spirit will convict you as you say that lie. That, hey, can you go back? But if you still go and say again boldly that you know that it's not a truth, a truth, then right down there, the spiritual life will just die and you feel it. A part of you just feel odd, feel dead. And the only way to revive it is to go and go in front of God and say, God, I've committed a sin. I've lied to you and to whoever I spoke that lied to you. Please forgive me. That's the only way you can revive your spiritual life again. That was the repentation of what will happen to you. Is it that you're going to fall every time? You, why is it like then? Why is it like today if we have, we have been in that situation a million times in our life? Have we felt that I die? No. It's, it's a repetition of what will happen to you. It's, it's, it's a metaphor for us. It's a metaphor for us to see that spiritually we die. When I go in front of someone and boldly lie, use the Holy Spirit to boldly lie. Because we are the Holy Spirit in us. But when we lie again like that, it's a saying that, okay, I know I'm doing wrong, but I'm still doing it. Therefore, I know the results. I will die. Spiritually. And the only way to get myself back together is to go to God and say, Hey God, I'm sorry of consciously going to this so the wrong thing for letting Satan take hold of me. Please, please forgive me. Because Ananias knew what he was doing. He had the facts. But he still went bold for Peter and said, Oh no, 
I, I, I only saw part of it. That's why his spiritual life died. And to represent that spiritual life, that's what the Bible uses. That, okay, he died completely. Like he fell down and breathed his last. Something for his wife. She had no idea, but she could have said the truth. It's like her husband agreed that they're going to go and lie. Because she knows that her husband is dead, is, is, was dead. She went and lied again too, and she ended up dying too. And that's why both of them, they end up dying. That's the, that's the position of what's going to happen to you. You can spiritually die whenever you do that. So to avoid it, just speak the truth. To avoid being guilty and to avoid having a spiritual part of you die. So that was, that was a very critical passage and I really want to bring up an explanation of that because we all have that little points in our lives where people people do it boldly now. They don't know what they're doing. Like everywhere you go, you see people are just boldly lying every day. That's why you see people are living like zombies because they're spiritually dead. Spiritually dead. They have no conscience, nothing whatsoever. To God and to say we do something wrong. So now that's how we have everything that's wrong in this world has become right. Everything that's right in it has become wrong. Because they, they, they have no conscience to God and say you're doing something wrong. And they, they boldly know that they're doing something wrong. And they're still doing it. But because I had no guidance at all, their conscience has been seared. They have seared their conscience to the point where they don't want to listen to the Holy Spirit anymore. So why well, I'm gonna keep doing it? Cause it's the only thing I got. Because we still have that conscience and the Holy Spirit, we can still back up and say no. Forgive me, Lord. Let me repeat this again. Cause you know what you're doing. You have the the, the true facts. Why go on lie? But we still do it. We still do it. And the only way to move it out is because you're going to keep feeling guilty until you go to God and that person and let it all out and say, this is what really happened. This is what really happened. It wasn't that way. And in the, in the, in the um, work scenario, since you lied, you have to go back and say the truth. And it, it might put you in trouble. You might lose your job. But that's the best thing you have to do. That's the best thing you have to do. That's the best thing to do at the point. God will make so that you will see that, okay, you see what you put yourself in. I will give you something else to do. But this is just making you learn your lesson that you you could have gone and told that boss the whole truth of what's going on. I don't I, it was I didn't see a reason why you should go and lie. Why did you go and lie? But he will use your unemployment for it to teach you a lesson. And once he gives something better, he, he will use that he will use that lesson as a reminder for you that hey, remember last time you were working, you went to lie. Now they have another project in here. Don't go and lie. Go tell the truth. It's like you want to use that past to punch you. No, know, just a reminder. 
that do not go and lie. Go after the truth. So, like, like the Bible said, to set you free. So that in case, even if there's trouble, it will not go on you. If it's that your, your colleague was the one that was causing it, he'll be the one to get carry the, 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 the thing along with him, not you. So that's the whole point of this passage. Is that don't, that lie and that you know it will kill you spiritually. Anyway, you act wrongly and you know that you're acting wrongly. Anything, not only lies. You know, when you do something that you know is not right, it kills you spiritually as well. And you feel that guilt until you go confess. So, um, that's the little breakdown I have for Acts 5, verses 1 to 10. Acts 5 is more than 10 verses, but I always usually take the pass out, really, you know, mark that chapter for me. I like break that part down. So, I hope this really enlightens you all, and may you guys have a really blessed day. And a wonderful one of that. God bless.